Okay, welcome to the Whole Enchilada Podcast. My name is Rick Paulton, and I'll be your host on this podcast thing. And of all the podcasts that have ever been done ever, this will certainly be one of them. <laughs> it's probably going to suck really bad at first, but we're going to get better. We're going to learn how to do different things. And go back and listen to some of your favorite podcast first episodes. And I just did that recently with a few of mine, and God, were they fucking horrible. So this one probably will fit that bill. We will, um, indeed, um, I'm certain we will improve as time goes on. Mostly, the hardest thing I've found so far is just talking to yourself about random things for a half hour at a time, hour at a time. I did two practice runs. One of them sucked ass. I immediately deleted it. It lasted for three minutes while I was picking up my kids from school. And this other one I did, I talked for 30 minutes on the way to my first stop as an Amazon driver. And that one seemed to actually go pretty decent. But for some reason, the Bluetooth in the van for work, the microphone sucked, and I got nothing off of it to go back and listen to to see how it sounded. So that sucked. So my goal is to get a half-hour little intro, I guess, to the podcast and what it's going to be about, and just a practice run of being able to talk for a half-hour. Right now, I'm on my way to work, where I work as a delivery driver for Amazon, two days a week, Sundays and Mondays, usually down in Wooster. Now, hopefully, people that don't live in Cleveland and don't know what the fuck a Wooster is will um, be listening to this. So for those people, Wooster is farm country that's about an hour away from Cleveland because if you live in Ohio, we have basically three big cities and the rest of it is farm country. whole lot of nothing going on. So that's where my route is, though. It's where I do my deliveries for Amazon. And it takes me an hour to get there, so I figured yesterday that I would uh, go ahead and talk to you guys for a part of that time and get some practice in on the microphone. Now, I'm not very technologically advanced, so my kids, of which I have many, will help me get this edited, get music in front of it, and maybe some video at a later date. You know, we'll see how things go. My uh, youngest son will be joining me on this podcast. He's really into horror movies. He's, uh, I don't know, he's maybe eight, nine years old. I know some of you are saying, well, that's shitty. He doesn't even know his kid's age. But when you have so many of them, you fucking forget, okay? I think he's eight. I'm going to go with eight. But he's really into horror movies. So we watch horror movies together. When I was his age, I was definitely afraid of horror movies. I watched them anyway, but I was scared shitless. This kid is scared of nothing. So he will review horror movies, give you his take on the ins and out of the movies, and we'll um, put that on here as a as a segment, maybe once a week, once every other week. We'll see how it goes, how often we can do these things. Uh, his name is Ricky, and we're going to have Ricky Reviews Movies. And I know, unless we can come up with a better name for it, who knows. So the first one we did is me and him recently seen both Halloween, the OG from 78, and A Nightmare on Elm Street, 
in the theater because this week Cinemark did a really cool thing where they had Texas Chainsaw Massacre one night, Halloween the next night, Friday the 13th the next night, Nightmare on Elm Street the next night after that, and then they finished it up with uh, Child's Play, the original Child's Play. So, and they promoted it like shit. I seen it advertised on one of my uh, horror groups or something, somebody from New Jersey. And nobody in Cleveland was even talking about it. And that's another thing, me and my uh, future co-host will be on here with me, Ryan Inman, who's also very much into horror movies. We are going to try to get the horror scene in Cleveland jumping a little bit by, you know, talking about things on here. Because I have some friends in New Jersey that I've met, and they have a lot going on there. Every other week, it seems like they have some big horror convention or great haunted houses, attractions, and all these cool things. We don't have any of that going on in Cleveland. And um, as, though, as, as some of you know, New Jersey is the home of Crystal Lake and the Friday the 13th franchise. Some of you may not know, and it's sad if you don't and you're from Cleveland, but Wes Craven, the greatest mind in the history of horror, is from Cleveland. And he uh, made the, uh, the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise with Freddy Krueger. And Springwood, Ohio, even though if you watched the first movie, as I did recently, and seen all the palm trees, does take place in Northeast Ohio. So we're going to try to get more focus on the horror scene in Cleveland and in Ohio. All right, see, my first test run of this, I got through 30 seconds and scrapped, and I'm up to six minutes now, so that's pretty good. Got about eh, 25 minutes before I have to go in and start loading my truck to drop these bastards off their shit from Amazon. So hopefully I can get a half hour worth of audio done in the car here. See, in the Cadillac here, the Bose system, the speakers and shit are a little bit better than the piece of shit Dodge Ram that they got me driving. So as you can tell so far, and anybody that listen, listening to this now is a friend or family of mine and knows me, knows I say fuck like a comma. Every other word that I say is a swear word. I wish it wasn't. It is. Oh, well, deal with it. I swear a lot. So this will not be a PG podcast, but, you know, the worst thing in the world for your kids to hear the word fuck, I don't think so. So it probably is okay for your kids to listen to. So a little bit about myself. Born and raised in Cleveland, Ohio. Been here all my life besides a little, eh, maybe a year stint I moved to Florida and had to run the fuck back because that sucked. So born and raised in Cleveland, two days a week I'm a delivery driver for Amazon. Four days a week I run a check cashing store. And boy, the nightmares and crazy stories that go along with that. Kind of like Al Bundy in the shoe store, let me tell you. Which is funny because to some of my friends I remind them of Al Bundy with how miserable my life could be. And you may get you you may get to get that with some of the stories I'm telling here. So I have four children. I have a 25 year old, a 19 year no, is he 19? What the fuck? No, he's not. He's 20. Two older children that have since moved out of my home. 
And um, like a dumbass, I thought it was a good idea to start over and have two younger children, which are 10, and I'm 99% sure that younger, the youngest one is 8. So doing that all over again, working 70 hours a week to be able to feed them, and I decided, oh, what the fuck, I don't got enough shit going on, so why not do this podcast deal? And the main idea behind the podcast was to spend some time, especially with my youngest son, to do things with him as a family and spend time together. So that's the, that's the, the, the whole idea behind it. And then I, I, I got into listening to podcasts, namely my buddy Brian Emanizer, the South Jersey slasher himself, South Jersey Jason. He does a podcast, which I encourage all of you to follow, called The Horror Shed Podcast, where him and um, Jared Haggerty review... Modern, or review all things horror, actually, and um, as a matter of fact, today they're doing the Nightmare on Elm Street series, they're doing part four, Jared is a giant Nightmare on Elm Street fan, as uh, obviously by the moniker, South Jersey Jason, Brian is a giant Friday the 13th fan, but they also love all things horror, so listening to that, and I'm like, oh, that sounds like something that'd be fun to do, you know, talk about horror and things going on with horror, and again, especially in um, Cleveland, where there's not much going on in the horror community, and when I say that community, man, that really is a thing, the horror community is really a, a, almost a family, and I got, to, I got to realize that going to an event co-hosted by Brian called uh, the Friday the 13th Minicon in Blairstown, New Jersey, the home of the original Friday the 13th, like a, it was like a pilgrimage Coming home to the, the to Mecca to Mecca to the Holy Land, got to see a, a lot of the, the 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 scene where the scenes were shot for the the movie the original movie and got to spend some time out at Camp Crystal Lake itself and um, met some people out there that I, I I interact with on social media and it lets you know really you know that like these guys are really there for each other and they're really cool people and it really is a community. So one of the things we're going to try to accomplish with the podcast is just reviewing movies, and um, we're going to also talk about different things besides horror, music. My, my co-host, Ryan Emmons, has been in bands, been involved in the music business quite a bit, so we'll talk a little bit about that, and uh, we're into professional wrestling, things like that, but the main focus is going to be on horror. So we'll, what we'll do is, with Ricky, of course, we're going to review movies, me and Ryan are going to talk also about movies, you know, and different things coming up in horror, movies that might be coming out, a lot of interactions on social. We're going to put up um, polls. What's your favorite slasher? What's your favorite horror movie? Uh, and we're going to try to keep this really interactive, so we'd like you to comment, leave messages. What can we do better? How can I, not, how can I stop saying fucking um every two seconds? Any tips might you know that you'd find helpful, you, you think might be helpful, please feel free to leave that and any honest criticism. And hopefully we'll get some positive feedback. Hopefully we don't 100% suck. <laughs> so, and um, we're going to, there goes that um again. We're going to get um, try to get guests to come on. I have one guest lined up. Now, I'm afraid to put them on yet because I really want to be comfortable with the platform. So I'm going to try to do, I think, two podcasts, get him in the can so he can listen to them and see I'm not just a total fucking jerk-off. 
And I mean, I'm, I'm pretty decent friends with this guy online. I met him and I'm not going to say where, cause I don't want to give up who he is just yet. And this is somebody that all of you guys are going to want to listen to. And the story we got, man, is just something unbelievable, something crazy. And it goes back to that whole horror community deal that I was talking about and how the horror community is just that it's a community and the way that him and other people came together for this thing. And I, again, I'm, I'm afraid to say too much, but I, I will give you a little hint and by the hint, you'll probably figure out who he is, but he is a director. He has done stage. He has done movies, really, really, really big movies. He's written for movies and he is just an all around great guy. And, uh, when I have him on, we're going to discuss a certain event that me and him were both part of. And uh, I don't want to say, again, I don't want to say where it is, because if I say where it was, anybody that follows me on Facebook will know right away. And I don't want it out there yet. I don't want it, who he is and everything. I want it to be kind of a surprise for maybe the people that don't know. But this is the number one catalyst, I'd say, for me wanting to do a podcast. I mean, I've always kind of wanted to do a podcast, but when I had this thought, this thought of this guy in our story and getting it out there, and what a great listen it'd be for horror fans all over the world. And um, so I was like, fuck it, I'll shoot the dude a message, which is how I met the guy to begin with. I just shot him a random message, didn't expect him to respond, and this motherfucker literally calls me on my phone through Facebook, 10 seconds after I sent him this message. That's how great of a guy he is. And um, we'll get into more details about why that why that is when we uh, talk more about that upcoming episode. But um, I sent him a message on Facebook like, hey, you know, I don't know if you're legally able to talk about these kind of things, but this is what I want to do, and uh, are you interested? And he said, it's, yeah, it's responded pretty much right away. It sounds good. And uh, so we're going to have him on. I want to figure out how to bring somebody else into this podcast because, again, technologically not advanced. I, I am a quick learner, though, so I will pick this shit up quick. Everything in my life I've been self-taught. So, you know, I will be able to pick up this stuff pretty quick. And I will have him on. And then some other people that were involved in the event, I'm going to get some statements by, from people that were involved in this event. And we're going to go from there. And it, I, I'm telling you, man, this could be a documentary in itself, this whole event what, what went down and just how crazy it is. But at the end of it, I, got, I ain't going to lie. I mean, you know, there was a lot of um, trials and tribulations with this event. But for me, it was a, it was a positive ending. And I want to tell you guys that story, and I want to I, I want to get it out there. And so, yeah. So um, I have some friends that are connected in the horror community more than me, and I myself know a few people. So we're going to try to get people on to talk about things in the horror community that we think that you guys might want to listen to, you know, making of movies, things like that. I know people that have made feature films budgeted with millions of dollars. I know pe people that have made... Small films on YouTube budgeted with much less. And we'll, we'll get into the process of that. My friend Ryan Inman, who's going to be my co-host, while I am a jack-of-all-trade and master of none, 
he actually has mastered a few trades, and he is a little bit more in-depth on things such as, you know, like, you know, when he when he gets into something, he really goes all in in it and finds out all the ins and outs of a thing like, like, like he did with music. And, and like I said, he was in a band. We're going to talk about some music things, mainly, you know, the way the music business has changed, the, the way the people make money from music nowadays. Now, you think a guy gets a song on the radio and all of a sudden that guy's a millionaire. Well, years ago, when you would sell a CD, you might get three or four cents off of a CD. That's that's nothing. While well, the label got all the money, and now it's even worse because nobody sells CDs. So these guys in music they make money through you going out and supporting them by seeing them, buying a T-shirt, things like that. That's how they they, they feed their families. You know, it's not as glamorous a business as as some people might think it is. And most of these people do it strictly for the love of the music. And I do have some friends in the music business, and we'll have them on from time to time. They are also, some of them are actually big horror fans. So we'll have the cross-promotion there and talk about that. We will have, um, and again, like I said, Ryan is more in-depth on things. He, 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 we're into a lot of the same things, but he is, I call him a snob, and I say that in the most loving way, on everything. Like, every, he likes the best of everything. I mean, it's just who he is. For music, he, he he breaks it down. It has to be, you know, pure. And what he likes might not be what you like, but what he likes is the best of what he likes. The same with film and food, especially. And we're both really into food. And he 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 likes the best of everything, which is, I think will be a good uh, counterpoint to the show to have somebody like that. We have two people that are so much alike, yet so very different, and we're different in, in both of our backgrounds, how we grew up and everything like that. So I am 18 minutes into this podcast. It might make the 30-minute mark. I'm very excited about that. Hopefully, when I stop this recording, there will be something fucking on it, unlike yesterday. I did a test on the way here to make sure the mic in this car worked halfway decent, and it did. So I should be good, God willing. Um, we are going to try to keep politics out of this podcast, but I don't think that that'll be 100% because, you know, politics are a big thing in the world all the time, you know, like, and uh, it encompasses so many different things, and when I say politics, I'm not, I'm not talking about, you know, fucking Biden, Trump, all this bullshit, because all these elected officials are overpaid fucking assholes that do jack shit of all for us, so that level of politics we will try to not discuss. But other things might come up, and we'll, you know, we'll beat that, cross that bridge as we get to it, as it were. So that that's it in a nutshell. The whole damn enchilada podcast. So the name of it, the whole damn enchilada. I'm sure you've heard the expression, the whole enchilada. It encompasses everything, everything in the world, and that's what this podcast will do. It will focus mostly on horror, but it will also encompass other things, again, like we went into music, we went into wrestling, maybe TV shows, maybe other types of media. And uh, it will cover a whole lot of everything, but our main focus is going to be horror, and that's where the enchilada part comes in. Me and Ryan both are huge fans of Friday the 13th Part 5. Leave your hate comments below. Isn't that what the kids say? Leave your comments below. 
leave your hate comments below because I know it's one of the most hated entries in the franchise. I fucking love it. So, of course, anybody that's seen it knows the enchilada comes from demons part, running to the outhouse where he's going to meet his demise, holding the stomach, them damn enchiladas! <laughs> so, yeah, I love part five. I, uh, it's 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 not, it might be my favorite, it's not the best. The best is part one, the original, but five is, is my favorite, because of all of the characters in it, Ethel and Junior, Junior, who I've met at, uh, at that Minicon, great guy, um, all the characters are really developed, and I really liked it as a kid, because as a kid, I didn't know that it wasn't Jason, really, like, you know, as a kid, you could kind of suspend disbelief, and then you also, like, once you figured out it wasn't Jason, like, who the fuck was it? And as a, and now when I watch it back, I can clearly see it's 100% Roy. But as a kid, you're like, fuck, could be Tommy. Could, Tommy might have went crazy. Tommy Jarvis into four, that look in his eyes, right? Ah, uh, could be Vic. Vic, who was having a bad day, they got off of that chocolate bar. He was really out of line. You know, maybe he broke out of jail and started hacking up more motherfuckers. And just the whole premise of the whodunit thing. So, and then you had, again, a pair of the greatest actors ever, or the greatest character actors ever, my favorites, not great, but, um, um, Ethel and Jr., Carol Locatell and Ron Sloan, uh, a pair of the greatest character actors I've ever seen, and they, they were great, and they're still together today, Mom Jr., they do events all over the place, and she is a, a beautiful, wonderful woman who um, unfortunately had to cancel the mini-con event, so I didn't get to meet her, and I'm really looking forward to, to doing that someday. So they had them, and uh, Debbie Sue Voorhees, who also was supposed to be at this mini-con, but could not make it, and uh, yeah, Debbie had a, a very memorable scene for a, a developing young man, let me tell you. <laughs> And I was able to tell her about my affection for her scene in a, in, in a, in a jocular fashion, and she, she really appreciated that. She, she knows. She knows that she had one of the greatest epic set of tits in history. <laughs> so, again, whole damn enchilada podcast. We're at 22 minutes, so I, I'm seven minutes, so almost seven minutes away from my goal here. And I'm going to put this out there, probably on podcast platforms or maybe just to my friends, and we'll see, you know, get some critiques. But again, remember what I said in the beginning. Go listen to your favorite podcast, whatever it might be. If you're, if you're into wrestling, uh, the Jim Cornette experience, go, go, go find the, the episode number one of that. Go find Bruce Pritchard if you're into wrestling. Bruce Pritchard before he got Conrad. You know, um, these guys fucking sucked, but they all developed into something something great, and we're hoping that this does develop, well, actually, you know what, we're not even going to shoot for great, we're going to shoot to be fucking mediocre, if we can get to mediocre, that'll be pretty fucking cool, so maybe we can get into mediocre status and just be okay at this, to be good enough where my friends, family, and new followers will at least give this a fucking spin once a week when we drop it. Download it, listen to it, review it. Lie! Lie on the podcast platforms. Give us the five stars. Tell everybody we're great. 
in my job at the at, at the check cashing store, is what I tell people. Here's a link to our review site. Go ahead and give me a review and lie to these motherfuckers and tell them how awesome I am. Maybe I'll get a raise. Probably won't. 20 years there, I get treated like shit. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So that's the goal, man, just to get this out there and uh, to build the whore community in Northeast Ohio and talk about the North, the, the, the whore community. And that, that, that interview I'm going to do is really going to emphasis, em, emphasis, emphasize, emphasize for fuck's sake, the community of the community of whore, the family, the brotherhood. Because I was really touched by some of the people, and in a good way, not not the not the evil uncle kind of way of touching yourself. And um, when I was in New Jersey, <laughs> yeah, we have a little bit of a dark sense of humor, so you're gonna get that on here, that's for sure. Uh, we 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 laugh about death, and we laugh about fucking craziness because we've been through it all, as, as all of you guys have in one shape, form, or another. And have you ever heard of the healing power of laughter? Laughter, God damn it! We laugh at things to avoid crying. So we will. We do have a sick sense of humor, and you're going to pick that up. And we just hope that for a half hour a week, hour a week, however long this thing goes, through video or just audio on the podcast, that we can get you to listen. That we can get you maybe away from what it is that you're going through in life negatively and laughing at our dumbasses. Just being dumbasses and being ourselves and having fun. So that's the goal of this whole thing, and hopefully we accomplish at least that. So the whole Enchilada Podcast, that's the name of it. Please like, subscribe, share, have a friend, tell a friend. Have those two friends tell two more. Four more, tell four more. I stole that from a friend of mine. (laughs) I am going to, speaking of stealing things, I am going to beg, borrow, and steal a lot of things from a lot of people. I, I hope... I don't do it in an offensive way. I hope that if I steal a bit from you, I at least reinvented it, reinvent it in my own image. Um, things have just been borrowed and stolen in entertainment and media forever, and it's almost unavoidable. So, and I will try, I will try to give credit where credit is due when I do steal things. And um, so that's it. We're at twenty-six and a half minutes. I'm going to go ahead and wind this thing down, and I am going to try to get this out to the masses. Hopefully, tomorrow is my one and only day off. Hopefully, tomorrow, I am going to sit down with my son, Ricky, um, who I feel I should say, he, he's, he's autistic, he's on the spectrum, and I don't like saying that because I don't like really using it as a as a crutch. I don't want sympathy for it, because there's nothing wrong with this kid, and we're going to do some things for for autism, autism awareness, and things like that as well, and these children that have this autism, there's absolutely nothing wrong with them, and I want want people to be able to see that. They're a little quirky sometimes. They're a little different, but they are fucking beautiful humans, and some of them, and a lot, all of them are different. It's just amazing the, 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 the vibe you get from them. They're loving, caring people that just do things a little different than you and me. And um, it, it, I wouldn't call it a learning disability for him. He, he, he He's smart as a whip. I mean, the kid, he kind of has this weird thing. You know, like with, uh, kids with autism, a lot of times they're really hyper-focused and really, really good at certain things. 
and maybe not so good at other things, and usually it's the social issues, which Ricky has sort of the social issue thing, you know, sometimes. So we're going to get him on here to review movies, and the, the dude can remember literally everything. I show him a picture from when he's two, and he can tell me when and where we were at that time. And he does really well in school. He, he, he excels at math and reading and everything, advanced for more of, the, more of his classes, you know, but he has, like, little quirks where he'll need to get up and walk around. And, and his teachers and school is beautiful with that. You know, they work with them and allow him to be himself. So I just wanted to put that out there, the, the, the fact that he is on the spectrum, because I don't want, you know, I don't know. Like, like I said, I, I, hate, I hate doing it because I don't want sympathy for him. I just want a little understanding. And I think that's what we need to do with autism is all, all of us to understand it a little more. And every day I'm learning new things and understanding myself even more. And this kid is helping me to do that, along with some other children that I know that are autistic and just seeing them develop into the beautiful human beings they are. And, uh, yeah, so we just put that out there. And we're hoping, I'm hoping that I can get him tonight, tonight or tomorrow, to do the review. The goal was to do Halloween, but... Man, it was only a 7.30 movie, man, and my old ass and him, he usually stays up to 3 or 4 in the morning. We fell asleep for part of it. We, we've seen it before, but I wanted him to review it fresh in his mind and complete. So we're probably going to do for the first nightmare because he stayed away for that whole thing, and it seemed like he enjoyed it more. And, I, you know, he's seen these movies in the past, but seeing it on the big screen is a whole different animal and a whole different experience. So since Nightmare is more fresh in his mind and it's more complete, I think we're going to go with that one for the first Ricky Reviews movies. And um, we're, going to, we're going to get into cosplay and stuff, too. And he, he, he might be wearing his mask, his uh, Friday the 13th masks, while he's doing the, <laughs> the reviews. But um, I don't know if this one will have video or not, but he, we're, we were talking about him just uh, being dressed in, in, in his gear and everything while he does the reviews. And he, he thought it'd be funny. So he does have a little bit of a speech problem. So I will do my best to translate for him. A funny story about that, when we, we met Kane Hodder, and uh, he had to wear his mask to talk to these guys, which was kind of, like, again, it's back to one of his quirks. And uh, he had some questions for Kane Hodder, which we'll go we'll go into. Maybe me and him will talk about it. And I'm trying to do my things. I'm used to translating for him the best I can because sometimes it's hard for me to understand them. His mom and his sister are much better at it than me. And I'm trying to translate for Kane. And Kane cut me off. He was like, I got this, man. And Kane spent like five, six minutes with the kid, answered his questions, talking to him. And Kane is a beautiful human, if you've ever had the pleasure of meeting him. The guy has killed more people on film than anybody ever will. The meanest son of a bitch you've ever seen on screen. But in person, I swear to God, that guy is a soft, cuddly bear <laughs> and and very, very, very good with kids. And, again, especially kids with uh, a little bit of a challenge, you know, they're on the spectrum like Ricky is. And he, he treated him like a human and like a person, like he was there, spoke to him like, like he would anybody else. And if Ricky, if Ricky appreciated it, I'm, I definitely did too. And uh, we'll, we'll get into that a little bit more maybe if uh, Ricky wants to. We'll talk about the questions he asked Kane and how, how Kane responded to him. But that's it in a nutshell. The whole damn it's a lot of podcasts. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Like I said, 
Hopefully you listen to it. Hopefully it's good. Hopefully we don't suck. Have a great day.